Welcome everybody to the Can Slam. We are here at Match Day Ten, Part One. We're finally in the second round. We we were there last week and the week before, but we're you know we're just so excited for for today's match day. It is maybe the best sixteen beers we've ever had on the Can Slam. Not maybe. It is without question the best sixteen beers we ever had on the Can Slam. I am joined by Jack. Hello. Best 16 beers of the Canslam so far. Yes, that's actually a really good point. Obviously, every round's going to get better and better as we eliminate the worst beers. Yes, but it's very exciting. But for a second round match day, I, I, it just can't get better than this. Um, I am also joined by another guest, another Alex replacement, um, my good friend Tom. Excited to be here. Thanks for being here, Tom. Um, I've known Tom for a long time, and I think out of all of our our close friends, we've probably the two the two that are probably the the most into beer. Which, Absolutely. In fact, I, I'd say you're more into beer than I am. Uh, wow. Out of all of your mates, I would think that I would be number one on who likes a beer most. Easily, I'd but say. Also, on top of that. For all of your mates who English is a first language, I probably speak it the worst. <laughs> and that's maybe why it was... That, that was why I didn't get the call up earlier. That's actually a very good point. Um, as much as Tom loves a beer, podcast guest was not the first thing that I had on, in mind when, I, when we had him on. So um, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. But I apologize for the fans. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's stuff like that is why, <laughs> I don't know what he just said, um, it was, it was kind of nonsense, but it's, it's that kind of stuff that was, it did make me hesitant, but I think it's going to be very, very fun. Um, before we get into the, to the match day, um, well, first of all, I, I should probably explain what we are doing, because um, I'm pretty sure I've not yeah. stopped doing that for like I, the I last four would. weeks. Yeah. Um, this is the Can Slam, we... We're a beer podcast, we review beers, but we review them in a way that is also kind of like a Grand Slam tournament. We have 128 beers, some of the best beers in Australia, some of the best beers in the world, some of the worst beers in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, They all made the list, um, and we will go through the list one by one. They will come up against each other in in a match day style, and... One beer makes it through the next round, and by the end of all this, there will be one beer that is the ultimate can slam beer. It's pretty simple. It's actually, yeah. it's just simple. Yeah. I don't even know. We, I, we give it way too much explanation for what it is sometimes. I just tell people it's the can slam and they understand. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sweeping the nation. Yeah. Um, well, as a way of introduction of Tom, um, we did it last week with, with our friend Matt, and I think it's probably the best way to start each introduction of mm-hmm. uh, the introduction of each guest but you may remember that we did a, a beer timeline um all the way back in match day six i think it was and we are going to ask tom to give his timeline kind of like the heavyweight heavyweight championship of his favorite beers take it away tom well uh probably started off with some underage drinking um probably sharing cases with you as some twees extra dries yes uh, that's mm-hmm. pretty much all i remember drinking in high school and probably just after high school until we turned 18. Um, until then, I think after that, my first, 
I remember very clearly the first craft beer that I ever had was a Little Creatures Pale Ale. Okay. And that stuck with me for a while. I remember trying to drink that quite a bit while I was 18. Um, But then after that, I would have gone into a lot of the European lagers and the Japanese lagers. So oh, we got another Japanese lager fan. Yeah, so I mean, I think I was would really have drank Asahi quite a bit for many years, um, and then I think that's when all the craft beers started coming out, and Cooper's One Hundred and Fifty Lashes was always the mm-hmm. the ones that I would go to if anywhere I was uh, drinking out of the pub, um, and did a bit of traveling, did well mostly just Europe. Um, Went to Germany, drank some Augustinen, wow. the one that you can only drink, like, comes from Germany. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, would try forever to find something that would be similar to that because it's just heaven. Absolutely heaven. Wow. It's so good. I remember, like, and then coming back to Lowenbrow when that was still in the rocks and trying to find something that was as good or something similar and you could just never find anything like it. Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned Lowenbrow because Matt actually brought up Lowenbrow. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he brought it up as well. So. Oh, I just... Popular oh, choice. I, ha- I hate a wheat beer, though. So, and everything there was wheat beer. Yeah. And it was just... Yeah. I feel like I remember going there a couple of times with you and always getting... Again, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this last week, but always getting a stein as a novelty and mm-hmm. then being like, I don't like any of these beers. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> Two liters of a beer you don't like. Exactly. <laughs> it's not fun. Um, and then after that, I think, well, when we were playing football, it was the Han, yeah, Mr. Well, Trivia, Super Dry. I've heard a choice lot of about Han Super Dry. Yeah. It's, I mean... That actually, Tom mentions, like, I always brought it up as a beer that was, like, really easy to drink after football, but... I, I don't think I've ever mentioned the trivia. Oh, that and was, how important that was. That was everything. Yeah. On the on, on the, the bottle top. Yeah. yeah. They they used to have the trivia. Now they, they just have questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like conversation started. Exactly. Yeah. But in, in the past, they had trivia. and Trivia was the ultimate. It was yeah. incredible. Can like, you uh, remember, remember any of them? Oh, I mean, <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've kept a couple because of, like, I, I think if I looked in my box that has, like, all my movie stubs and concert tickets, yeah. I reckon there'd be one in there that is, like, so, I have no idea why I've kept it, but remind me to do that, and <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon there's one in there. There was a lot of interesting, like, Aussie sports yes. mm-hmm. on there. Okay. It, was, it was fun. Yeah. Um, and then probably as I was 2016 area, um, I actually started working a pub. And on my first day, I was introduced to Bolter XPA. It probably would have been only out for a couple of months. Yes, yeah, a was long time ago. Very, very new, very fresh. And I remember drinking it and like never loving a beer so quickly <laughs> and passionately yeah. at once. Like the first sip was just pure heaven. Actually, now that you mention that, when I do think of Bolter, I do think of you immediately because I know that you always had it. Like at your house, and I know your yeah. your dad likes Bolter as well. Doesn't he does. He? Yeah, he does. Yeah, and so yeah, we drink it all the time. Um, dad actually now has moved on to Newtowners. You're kidding? Mm. Yeah. So it's what I drink with my dad now is either Newtowners or a dark ale, like White Rabbit dark ale. Oh, nice. So those are the two beers at the Saunders household. Um, but yeah, as I was at the pub, you don't have, you don't have to give your surname. Oh, away sorry, on <laughs> we can bleep that. Out. <laughs> I'm meant to be incognito, or I can <laughs> highlight it and give away your address as well. <laughs> yeah, just look me up on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, so as I was working in the pub, 
it was kind of where you got all those craft breweries coming through. So a whole lot of IPAs, hazies, mm-hmm. sours. And I think from that, I probably haven't really got favorite beers anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more so like I, I just go through phases sometimes. Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just want to stick to the pale ales. Other times I'll, at my time, I will like go to the IPAs. And then normally after I spend a bit of time on the IPAs, I find like my palate gets very fatigued and I just have to go back to the lagers. Like I'll spend like a good two months going back to the lagers and then I'll get bored of them again and need mm-hmm. to go straight back into wow. like now, pale Jack, ales. We've been doing this for, this is uh, match day 10. I'm quite worried. <laughs> have <laughs> you have you ever heard some, like have you, me or Alex ever said anything as like professional as my palate Got fatigued. No, <laughs> perhaps only when we were sniffing coffee grounds. <laughs> yes. So we could be shown up here. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried. I'm yeah. going to be replaced at this point. Yeah, someone who's uh, worked in a pub. Yeah. Where craft like was in the craft beer scene well before us, mm-hmm. and can say stuff like my palate gets fatigued. Yeah. Wow. That's probably where it stops. <laughs> <laughs> the most qualified person we'll probably ever have on the can slam at this point. Is that so? Is that your timeline, Tommy? You still got? Oh, pretty much. Because I can't really say that I've got a champion beer since Bolter. As I've said, with that, I'll drink a lot of like White Rabbit Dark mm-hmm. Ales or, um, or yeah, Newtowners. So would you say it's like kind of safe to say that Bolter XPA at one point you had it and it was like this is my favorite, this is my new favorite beer, and nothing's really eclipsed it. Like maybe you've had other beers where like I like this as good, like it's hitting the right spot, but nothing that's been like. This is yep. my new favorite beer, and Bolter XPA is is nothing anymore. Absolutely, yep, I think so. And what That's, are you drinking at the moment? Um, Lagers, IPAs. Well, I uh, pale ales. Mm-hmm. I find I will go to. I'll normally go to a pale ale. I don't normally go into the IPAs at that much at the moment. As I said before, just off air, I had a Bolter XPA last night. It was delicious. Uh, as did I. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I'm going for a session with uh, another group of friends that i have um i'll normally we normally drink rushes really because mm. it's a, quite a session the, beer. the, the draft. rushes draft yeah mm. because yeah i don't think you can get that in bottles like they don't sell it no other than on, on tap they have the rushes pilsner on yeah. in the can which is what are we, they different yeah yeah oh. which is what we had on the can slam okay, yeah. um but when i when we put it in there like in yeah. my head the Rush's draft is more famous than the Pilsner. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah I would have loved to have had that on, on the podcast, but, it, yeah, as you said, it's not available. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a great timeline. I think yeah. there's a lot of crossover with, with myself, and, and there was yeah. a couple that Jack, I think, Absolutely. mentioned as well. The yeah. 150 Lashes has now been and mentioned Coop, on... And the Coopers for me. Yeah. It's a big favourite Yeah, of mine. true. 150 Lashes has been mentioned on everyone's timeline so far. Pretty I much think, every episode. It's pretty much been mentioned every episode, yeah. yeah. And it's... I actually had one two days ago and it didn't go down well no oh. no it doesn't it, it, it's the gateway pale the yeah gateway pale. I've, um, I've had some in the past i'm like oh this still hits the spot but yeah i had i had one on thursday and i was like yeah this is not as good as it once was mm-hmm. to my yeah maybe my palate was way too <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah or maybe you're just used to all these very hazy and yeah. heavy beers that you're just like this just doesn't have enough flavor to for me anymore i That's think it. that that could be it hence why that all your lagers just keep getting knocked out yeah well they're they're shit that's why <laughs> they are um oh thanks for that tom that gives us a good insight and i think um 
as we roll through what's going to be on match day 10, part one, um, it's going to be a treat oh. for all those pallets. Yeah. Um, and, and interestingly, we've got the, uh, we do have the new Tanner coming up, coming up today. Yeah, that's true too. Facing no. a bolt of beer, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm that's, excited. That's a Saunders that. household yeah. battle, battle royale. May the best beer be, may the best beer win. Good stuff, Tom. <laughs> um, all right, let's go through the beers that we're going to be drinking on this episode. So, we got the Kaiju Crust Tropical Pale Ale versus mm. Cooper's XPA. We have Bolter Hazy IPA versus Young Henry's Newtowner. Furfy Refreshing Ale versus Moondog Old Mate Pale Ale, and Pabst Blue Ribbon versus Hawks Patio Pale. That's a lineup. I'm waiting. Are we going to get it today? Let's Pab- get into it. Pabst, Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'm not doing. No. Any, I'm not doing any impersonations. No. <laughs> Let's drink some beer. Welcome back to the Can Slam. We are here with uh, Kaiju Crush Tropical Pale Ale and Cooper's XPA. So, if you would please try the beer on your left. Dom, your thoughts, please. Smells fantastic. Oh, yeah. Tastes damn fine. It's just, it's just really like, just lovely. I mean, it's just a really like nice beer. Yeah. It's hard to say anything else. It's fruity with that classic pale, slight bitter, bitterness, bitterness at the end. Yep. Yeah. I actually find that I don't smell too much. Okay. Um, but the flavor is lovely. It's quite, as you said, quite crisp, I think as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and gives that nice kind of, not bittery, but full bodied aftertaste. Mm. Wow. Yeah. What a description. Yeah. That's what we've been missing. I just said, it's a really nice beer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he says like, oh, it's full bodied and I'll, bitter and stuff. I'll turn it down from now on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? We're meant, we're meant to make us look good. Beer on the right. Yeah. See that one, I didn't get any smell at all. Oh. Like, I think that was completely neutral. I think he's got... Um, kind of a more of a a lager smell to it, but a good lager, not a, not a not one of the bad lagers. I, I'd agree on that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's got more of a like crafty like IPA sort of smell. You just said you don't get any smell. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but if I did, it wouldn't be lagery. I okay, because because I associate lager smell with bad smell. Yeah, that's why I said a good lager. And I think this is neutral to good. Okay. And the taste? The taste is, is good. It's like got it again, it's nice nice and full bodied. It it packs a punch in the mouth. Mm-hmm. How's that? Yeah, I love it. That's good. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's 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 again one of those ones that I think how much could I have of these? Don't know. I, it's, yeah. It's um I think this is gonna be a difficult one for me. E- yeah, so far I haven't actually been able to distinguish which one's which. I'm a little bit worried that I don't know which one's which Can't either. You, you, would you care to guess? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I think after having them both, what I have on the left is the Keiju mm-hmm. and the one on the right is the XPA. Now, but when I first sipped the one on the left, I thought that was the Cooper's XPA. Okay, interesting. And so 
take that how you may. Yeah. I thought the before I tried them, I thought the kaiju was on the right. Yeah. Because because of the color. Because of the color. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first tasted the yeah, so the the one on the left is more of a lager mm-hmm. color. Yes. Um, and the one on the right is a bit, bit but it's bit more, of a hazier. But it's more of a tropical taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shall I say Hawaii in a can? Wow. <laughs> I'd love it if you did. I really would. <laughs> Go ahead. Tastes like Hawaii in a can. Oh, yeah. And it is. <laughs> if that's the beer that we're thinking of. I'm glad I'm voting last because I poured these beers. And I feel like my knowledge of which one is which may influence the vote somewhat. And I don't want it to. So I, I hope you both agree so that I don't have to make the choice. Yep, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to decide. I am too. Beer on the left for me. Beer on the left for me. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, I'll also go with beer on the left. And that <laughs> is the Kaiju Crush. Hey. Yeah, I, I was actually... Re- when you put them down, yeah. I was like, oh, well, obviously the beer on the right is the is the Kaiju because it's just that lighter tropical mm-hmm. f- color. And I'm now really shocked that it's so dark. I, I tell you, considering that that is our... Both of our favourites for the win. That was worryingly close for me. I don't know about the two of you, but that was maybe that was Brexit vote close. I guarantee that if that if the kaiju didn't go through, I would have pressed stop on the record. We would have <laughs> we, we would have done a second take, yeah. and we would have pretended that never happened, and uh-huh. we would have made some shit up and said that it actually was the beer on the right. Yeah, I'm very impressed with the Coopers. It wasn't until I actually tasted the Coopers that I thought that it was like the kaiju was the one on the left i'm surprised you didn't pick up on the sediment in the xpa oh i didn't really didn't really notice or i didn't oh yeah look at that yeah look at that if you didn't notice that you'd have known straight away which is which my dandruff is spilled in there yeah (laughs) it's probably where the haziness is coming from yeah well no i knew that it was the kaiju after first sip yeah i i knew that it was the beer on the left was really coming around (laughs) change his opinion i know Okay, I didn't Hi- know. Hindsight, I th- hindsight gives yeah. everything. I doesn't thought it, it was, yeah, yeah. and it and then once it goes from not really being sure. <laughs> so I knew after the first sip, which is which. <laughs> I thought it was after the first sip, and then after I had the beer on the right, I was fairly sure. Yeah, that's and then fine. When, keep, and, keep digging your hole. And then when I try and edit yeah. all, of, <laughs> all of his earlier statements, <laughs> There's a big gap in the middle. Don't, don't, I always don't the editor here. <laughs> all right, well, Kaiju Crush goes through. To the third round, and we'll be versing one of Bolter Hazy IPA or Young Henry's Newtowner when we try that up next. Let's read some reviews. So, as we mentioned last week, we are now on the Rate Beer website, which is what Dan Murphy's is using. Um, So, we're just going straight to the source. Start with Kaiju. It's a good good can, isn't it, Tom? It's a beautiful can. Um, The first... First review, which is a five star review, is from Tony MC39. So, 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 so good. Met a guy who knows the guy who brews this stuff and not being biased. It's so, 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 so good. I've been to the brewery. So, when I purchase the beer from the bar person, does that mean I know the guy that knows the guy that brews this? Yeah. And would you say it's so, 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 so good? I would say it's so, 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 so good. Oh. Yeah, I'd throw a couple more. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
The lowest rated review on this website is a three. So that's still damn good. Oh, this is you saying this, not the guy? The yeah, yeah, this is me talking. Oh, okay, you finished the review. Oh, yeah, the review's oh, okay, done. Yeah. Um, this is Ted E from Glen Innes. Pint on tap at Basement Brewhouse Bankstown. Golden amber beer with solid white head. Slight haze, many tiny bubbles. Nose has bready malt and light spicy fruit touch. Finished it, I can't. Light body with a slight fizz. Finish is a lingering aspirin bitterness. Oh. Actually one of the bitterest, bitterest beers I've had for a while. Not really getting the tropical fruit, but nice enough. I just feel like he used every descriptive adjective for like beers in be general. Be careful, Tom, because if you're going to criticise that, then <laughs> you shouldn't be on the podcast. That's all we do. <laughs> but he just used every single word there is available. Yeah, well, that, well, we need to get our descriptions from somewhere. <laughs> when, when was that written? That was 2017. Because oh, I live near Bankstown, that would be a good place to go, but it's probably not still on tap. Oh, you don't think? It's hard I to find on tap. Really? In, in Sydney, at least. Did you have it on tap at the pub? At your pub, Tom? No. It, I think it came out after I was a bartender. Oh, okay. I've seen it once in um, Redfern for mm-hmm. a week. It was like a guest ale for a week. There you go. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never had it on tap. Or, yeah. No, I've never had it on tap before. Yeah, it was never. good on tap. I, mean, I, I, sent, I think I sent you a photo right at the time. You did. It's, it's saved in my favourites. Yeah. My phone is just photographs of BNA. It... 100% my phone is photographs of beers. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, the Cooper's XPA, we've got Alex KP from Adelaide, and the highest rated review is a 3.8. Oh. So mm. obviously not as popular. Um, and this is from 27 reviews. Good and wholesome, not the freshest, but nonetheless very Cooper's in taste and style. Full of flavor, including multi backbone followed by subtle hoppy flavor and yeasty Cooper's finish. Consistent and persistent quality. Happy to drink this any day of the year. It's funny that they all, they make many different styles of beer, but they all do have that distinctive Cooper's, mm. Cooper's taste. You reckon you could, if we did a all Cooper's lineup, you'd be able to be like, there's a consistent thread there? Yeah. I wouldn't be able to pick them, but I'd be able to say, yep, they're all Cooper's. That could- I think if you gave me eight Cooper's and one non-Cooper's, I could pick out the non-Coopers. That is a bonus content episode. Great bonus episode. (laughs) I would love to do that. Kind of like which one is not Coopers. Yeah, I think I could do it. If you were, I'd have to be blindfolded though, because you can see all the sediments in them. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we'd blindfold you for sure. Um, If you were to pick a beer that was the non-Coopers one, what do you think would be the best one to trick Jack? Nothing comes to mind at the moment. Yeah. I, yeah, I almost want to say a 150 lashes. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's pa- Pirate Life Pale was pretty like um, stereotypical pale, wasn't it? That, yeah. That, so. Yeah, I think Pirate Life could, could fool you. What's the word? Typical, what's the word? I Doesn't matter. I don't yeah. care. Who cares? No, I, I go with that. Um, the lowest rated is from Black Box um, from Shoalhaven in New South Wales. Can poured with a creamy... Uh, and this Did I say 1.8? Um, stars, which is, again, not that bad for a lowest rated. Poured with a creamy, slightly persisting head, pale orange, slight haze, aroma of sour yeast. Now, first up, I thought this beer was going to be a typical modern APA style with syrupy aftertaste and tongue-coating hot bitterness. I was going to say Cooper's had gotten the bitterness just right, but then the taste just disappeared. I realized this was quite a dry beer with watery consistency and a kind of thin acidity that was neither pleasant nor unpleasant. 
It's a bit of a puzzle to me, and I wonder how long Coopers will keep making such an odd invention. How was it a 1.8 star? What do you mean? <laughs> well, you said it was 1.8 star ratings. Yeah. Oh, is that the overall star ratings or that, that review he gave 1.8 stars? 1.8 out of 5. How, does it, how do they calculate that? Yeah. I think they pick. So the, the user picks. How can possibly decide if it's 0.7 so like, or 0.9? Yeah, out of out of five stars, instead of just going one, two, three, four, five, yeah. you go. Oh, I'm going to give it a three point seven eight. Maybe it's a um, yeah. I don't think it's a like overall based on because you this one you rate aroma, appearance, flavor, mouthfeel. Oh, feel. yep. Okay. But I'm pretty sure you still give an overall score. So it's not an aggregate or average. Sorry, of those. Well, okay. For example, Black Bock gave two for aroma, two for appearance, three for flavor, one for mouthfeel, and he gave an overall of ten. Now, and then what was the average? What was the score for his review? One point eight. I don't know, understand how that. How makes is the overall 1. ten? 8. The overall's out of twenty. <laughs> you just said something. You gave. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes zero sense. Maybe we should. We need to leave a review t- to see how it works. Yeah, it, it. It. I. I must say now that you've mentioned it, it is very confusing because the aroma is out of five, the appearance is out of ten, the flavors out of five. The mouth feels out of 10. And then the overall's out of 20. Does that equal 50? But then on the side, they've got five out of five stars. Does that equal 50? No. What does that equal? 30. Well, surely not, because some of them were five and one of them was 20. No, the overall's... You st- yeah, is the overall score out of 50? No, it's when you out add of 20. All, when you add them all up? No. The overall is separate. They don't... <laughs> this, is, this is difficult to... To understand and difficult to listen to, I'm sure. But we need to clear this up. Do we need to clear this <laughs> up? Can you get it on that big screen? Oh, okay, yeah. Let me put it up on the big screen. So yeah, I can see visually, what is going on. Visually, it might help. Because this, if we're going to use this review for the rest of the round, we need to understand how it works. I'm so going to edit this out. So out of um, 10, out of 5, that's 15. Out of 10, that's 25. Out of 5, that's 30. Out of 20, that's 50. So the whole thing is out of 50. Well, and then yes. if you add those up and make a percentage, does that make one point eight? I don't know. Do Why those you... equal eighteen? What two, does two, what? That's four plus seven. Eight. That is eighteen, and that's why it's one point uh, eight. Ah, yeah. Well done. See, we, we got it. We got, got it. it. So it's out of fifty. Yep. Yeah. But I don't. Why? So it's a score of eighteen out of fifty. Why would you need to? Which give... equals one point eight yep. out of five. I understand now. Yeah. Okay. Now yep. we know. Now we know. Those math heads. Are loving this episode. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, now we know how it works. It Maybe important. we should bring in more statistics. Yeah, uh, that sound. It sounded like a conversation that we really should have had off air. Well, you can edit it out. Oh, it's, you're too lazy me, to do that. But yeah, of course I am because <laughs> list, I don't want to. We need to know. Yeah, fair enough. Let's move on. This that was that was a great segment up until that moment. You can edit it out. It's fine. Okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, You'll probably hear that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up, we have to find out who is going to be versing Kaiju Crush in third round, the Bolter Hazy IPA or the Young Henry's Newtowner. Another one where could go either way. Both uh, Gab's top 20 beers, 2021. It's an exciting round. 2020? Probably both, Yeah, but definitely 2020. Yeah. See you soon. Welcome back to the Can Slam we are here with two d- 
different looking beers. And I don't think there's going to be any prizes for guessing which one's which here. Mm-hmm. Um, one's very hazy and one's very Newtownery. <laughs> um, so let's start with the beer on the left. The hazy beer. That immediately smells even more like Hawaii in the can. <laughs> Delicious. You like it? Yeah. It really plays on the tongue as well. I, yeah. I quite like it. Um, it's tropical. A little bit of citrus in there as mm. well. Um, and very full flavoured. It's quite juicy. Yeah. Which I like, but not too juicy, mm. which is... Um, I realise it's quite ambiguous, but it's got that nice kind of punchy kind of mouthfeel. No, I know what you mean because we've had a lot of beers on this, like in the 128 in round one, where there are a few where like, that just tastes like juice mm-hmm. and it's not good. Particularly some of the sour beers. We're like, well, that's that's just far away from what we're trying to do here. And this is like that first feel of like, oh, that's juicy. And then you're like, wait a minute. No, that's... That's yeah, beer. That's nice. It's mm. um, golden circle, golden pash. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think it is. I don't think it is golden circle, golden pash. And that's because, I mean, that's a six percent beer. Like, is it really? For for a hazy, that's it, well, not maybe not for a hazy because hazy can be anything. But for a six percent beer, like it doesn't taste like a 6% beer. I don't think you taste the alcohol necessarily. Mm. It's dangerous. You it, could, it's you dangerous. drink oh. a few of them yeah. before it you notice. 100%. I actually had one of those on tap um, not long ago at the Green Gate. Pint or schooner? Pint. I was going to ask, how, I wonder how it would go down as a full pint. It seems like it it'd be a lot. went down so easily. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it is very dangerous. Mm. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan too. Beer on the right. Tastes like Newtown. Yeah. It's the the smell is nowhere near as strong, but it still has that really nice pale ale smell. Mm. And the flavour is just if you don't want something overpowering, it's it's quite neutral. It's mm-hmm. really full flavoured. It's just very tasty. Mm. Yeah. I am um, at the moment I don't know how to how to split them. Look, I'm not the biggest Newtoner man. I think I've mentioned that on the on the pod before. But that's not to say I dislike it. It it is tasty, and I agree that it is quite. I won't say plain because plain is a bad description. Mm. Um, but it is quite a um, s- middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, very average kind of pale and and easy to drink. It's sessionable, very. and I and I have sessioned on them. Mm. But it does give me a stunning headache the next day. Yeah. I went through a bit of a, like, I, at one point, was a huge Newtowner fan. Like, I'd probably consider it my favorite beer at one point. Um, But I think I went through a phase where I was off it a bit. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's because of trying other beers that have been like, oh, actually, it's not as good as I thought. Or, you know, my palate is evolving um, into into liking different beers. Or whether Newtowner got so popular that maybe it got a little bit over overproduced and maybe it lost a little bit of why it was so good. Perhaps. Um, and I was a bit worried like going into this that the Bolter ha- after drinking the the Bolter Hazy that I w- it would just get blown away and mm-hmm. it held its own. Mm. I- I'm actually really surprised that after drinking the Bolter Hazy and enjoying it as much as I did that I then drank the Newtown and was like, actually, 
this is a pretty damn good beer too. Yeah, they're both good beers. They're both yeah. they're both great beers, I'd say. And yeah. I, even at this point, probably don't know which one which one I'm picking. I would say that um, if you were going to make going to make a scale of pales, on the pale scale, yeah, the pale scale, exactly the pale scale on the progression through the pales, this would be one step above one fifty lashes. The new towner, you mean? Yeah. Mm. In terms of drinkability for, for 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 new pale, for new pale drinkers, I I think the new towner is a a gateway after a hundred percent. It's a gateway after the gateway. Like yeah. it's a beer that <laughs> I think a lot of particularly because it's called the new towner, a lot of people who are discovering. Mm-hmm. Beer and also just the area in general. Like, oh. let's not forget that Newtowner. For those who aren't from Sydney, Newtown is like the cool hipster area of, or at least it was at it's, one point. In in Newtown, they're basically just printing money because every pub would have this on top, just for the name alone. Absolutely, I'd I'd even venture to say that it'd be pretty hard to find any pub in Sydney that doesn't have Newtown yeah. on top, Newtown or not. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably the most popular pale ale in Sydney t- at the moment. I'd say Quite that's possibly, yeah. very accurate. It yeah. is it is ubiquitous. And in, in my dad's house. Yeah. Well, I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> he's, he's got a good choice. He, he's got he good taste. I'm glad your dad likes it because this is not something... I'm imagining that, Jack, your dad would not be a fan of Newtowner. I think he would be more of a fan of this than the Bolter Hazy. Agreed. And I don't think I suggested it to him last time, but I will be when he comes to visit next. But and I'll be interested to see what if, his take is. If he was on this Can Slam episode and the New Towner was versing the Carlton Draft, for example, yeah, it'd be Carlton Draft. draft yeah. yeah, just for you, Tom. When my dad came to visit, he tried. I he tried every beer I put in front of him. His favourite was Carlton. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I bet you that really warmed your heart. Didn't oh you? yeah, yeah. I tried, I literally put all these different craft ales in front of him. I even gave him a VB, and it wasn't until he had Cotton Draft that he was like, "Yep, that's my beer." So I'm ready to vote. You are. Yep. Me too. I, I don't know if I am. Take that final vote sip. And I think I think sometimes going between beers is helps the decision as well because it it gives you that like. What would it be like after you know? Sometimes you're in a pub and you you, you yeah, yeah. have one beer and you have a different beer and you're like, oh, everything it just mm-hmm. my palate's all over yeah, the place. You've got to go back for one final yeah. sip before you vote. I know which beer I'm going with, mm-hmm. but if you if I did this interview six months ago, I probably would have picked something different. Yeah, oh. interesting. But it's just because this is what I go to at the moment when I go to the pub, and it's the beer on the right. Beer on the right, okay. Mm-hmm. It's the beer on the left for me. So it's all on your shoulders, Dom. I, I, Which way are you going to go? I I'm, <laughs> did not want that to happen. <laughs> I really did not, not want that to happen at all. And did you see di- me vote in any other way, though? No. No, no. I knew you were going to go with that. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm not that I'm surprised at So Tom. the beer on the right is the new tanner. The beer on the left is the Volta Hazy. It's all on you, Dom. I'm going beer on the left. Hey, I like that. Fair enough. Why? I, Why? I'm going beer on the left because for the reason that I said that it's a he- like it's a heavy beer, and it's actually similar to the Ben Spokes that we spoke about, where they're really heavy beers, but they 
they hide it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think there's a lot of beers out there that even at six percent, sometimes you're like that tastes like six percent, and mm-hmm. you you can't really get through them. As I said, having a pint of the hazy IPA, um, I think is it goes down really easily. And having having that and swapping between the Newtowner, mm-hmm. it was it was a dead heat. Like it's wow. a fifty one to forty nine vote. Even though I voted against it, Bolter is still my favorite brewing company to this day. It's, there you go. So I'm I'm glad it made it through. Crawling back after you voted against <laughs> him. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping McFanning gives me a shout out or something. The the funny thing is, Young Henry's at one again at one point I would have if someone was like, "What's your favorite brewery?" I would have been like, "Probably Young Henry's," but. That would have been on the back of the Newtowner. Mm-hmm. And now... Oh, I've only ever tried one Young Henry's beer. Oh, you, have, you like the motorcycle I love oil. the motorcycle oil. Yeah. and But I don't like the lag, the Young Henry's no. lager. I don't the like it at lager. all. No. At all. Um, so now I'd probably be like, oh, actually, after doing this, obviously, like I have so many other favorite breweries and mm-hmm. Bolter would probably be one mm. of them. I think Bolter would be for me just because of the... The XPA. The amount of different types of beers they have that we enjoy. Mm. Yes. Like... Have you got their IPA in the can slammed? Probably. And then they've also got the double IPA. The double IPA was in there, but we couldn't find it. So uh, it was replaced okay. at the last And then, like even the Captain Sensible, their mid-strength is we haven't had that wonderful. One. We, the lager is great. We wanted to like... Bolter IPA lost. You couldn't just have the whole Bolter range in there. That's the thing. We, wa- <laughs> we wanted to make sure that we were representing um, different breweries. I think we put a limit on f- maybe four, four yeah, beers yeah. from one brewery. But yeah, the Bolter IPA actually lost to Feral Brewing uh, Hop Hog. Oh, that would have been a very, very tough. Yeah, it was. Tough well, it lost three nil, um, but that sometimes doesn't mean anything. Hop Hog mm-hmm. is it's has a good been a good one beer. of the best IPAs around for a long time. Exactly. Yeah. So it's the luck of the draw. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes the draw is just it's too difficult to decide. And mm. today, like that, that matchup is. I mean, we've had superb four superb mm. beers so far. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, all four of these beers deserve to be in round three. Yeah, as opposed to like you know we're gonna be drinking Perhaps PBR blue, soon. Blue ribbon. Oh, and like the next round is Furphy, and I hate Furphy. So <gasps> me too. Um, should we just not bother with that round? <laughs> yeah, should we just send uh, Cooper's XPA and Young Henry's Newtowner through yeah. anyway? <laughs> all right, let's read some reviews. For the Bolter Hazy, the highest rated review is 4.1 stars. Now, don't how, get, how have they got don't that? Don't get me started. 4.4. 4. We, we 4. figured 1. that out, remember? They don't have <laughs> it's, any. It's out of 50. <laughs> now, this throws your whole thing for a loop because I'm putting it on the big screen now. Oh, no, here we go. Um, they're in, they didn't put oh, anything. It's not. N- none of them have. <laughs> Perhaps it's just a, a bit of a. They didn't. They didn't put anything. Dumb. So you should have just. I shouldn't have allowed us to be blissfully unaware. I think it's a bug. Must be a bug. All right. The highest rated review is four point one, and this is Aussie Alchemist from Officer Victoria. Never heard of that. Pours a hazy, as advertised, light gold with a small head and low carbonation. Aroma is mango, orange, and passion fruit. Feel for, oh, you've both finished yours, yep. so I. Or I'll give it. I'll, I'll tell you what, smell. Tom is living up to his name as being the bigger beer drinker because he's finished them so quickly, both rounds. <laughs> well, Tom said <laughs> thirsty and I'll when Tom got it. here, he's like, "Oh, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a lift home later." I was like, "Oh, you know what? Like, 
smart. You you drink less than you think. Yeah, but I'm saying it here today. Tom's gonna finish all sixteen beers. Yeah, I try to most times. Sometimes there's a beer so bad that I don't want to finish it. That's fair. Such as the White Rabbit White Ale last round. <laughs> yes. Um, I took one sip. That was it. It was enough for me. <laughs> but today, I don't think today's that day. No. There might be two or three beers that we're like, oh, I'm not finishing that. But I reckon today's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I think we're going to finish them all. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, flavor is very fruity and luscious. The high chloride level is luscious. noticeable on the tongue. Taste is more sweet than bitter. But there is plenty of IBU to stop it in, stop it being cloying. I don't know what that means. Mouthfeel is reasonable, reasonably thin and light, but oat content gives it slightly oily mouth finish. A fair bit of lingering bitterness on the throat and sharp front palate makes this a very interesting drink. Overall, an excellent drink for a hot day. You lost me at chloride. Yeah. That was a lot of nonsense, wasn't mm. it? That God. was garbage. Ah. Uh, but and it, I, it was the feel of chloride, not the taste of chloride, it, right? It does tell me now, though, said? that I should stop finishing them so quickly and actually yeah. have a little bit for the review. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's actually, that <laughs> yeah, is a right. good point. You need to have a little bit left <laughs> for the review. It's so tasty. Because yes. the reviews always give a little bit more insight. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Um, the lowest review is 2.9. So, again, very... Reasonable review. Mm. This is from Blarface from Collaroy. Can slash tap. Pours hazy yellow with thick white head. Aroma of general stone fruit. Low bitterness with lots of fruit character. Pretty standard any IPA. Doesn't blow my socks off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I'm not sure Tom was listening. Yeah, I did notice he went for a <laughs> for a sneaky uh, corn chip, and there's I'm no, pretty sure he chewed directly sneaky, into the mic. There's nothing sneaky about it. I was reading the review and I still saw it. Tom, what are your thoughts on that one? <laughs> yeah, I did pay too much attention to that. It was it was more nonsense. The it was it was the moving so far away from the mic to put it into his mouth. And then moving to the mic to two. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, the Young Henry's New Towner. The highest rated review is a five-star review. from. Uh, this is a person named Kayama. I, they didn't put where they're from. Probably Kayama. Possibly. Great place. This is a really, really good beer. Light, hazy color with a nice balance with maybe a slight hint of citrus. Can easily see why this is such a well-liked beer. I find it difficult to agree with a review that says maybe slightly hazy when we've just drank a hazy beer next. It's called hazy. Oh, no. no we're on the new town, aren't we? Yeah, we're on the new town. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Forget what There's I nothing hazy said. about it. Not compared to the hazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, that's not fair. They weren't. Kayama wasn't well, drinking. Maybe it next they should have been. Yeah, that's not, uh, my, that's not my problem. The lowest review is from Sour Liquids Twenty One. Oh, <laughs> I wonder why they didn't like it. It's not fruity enough. And they say Young Henry's del- uh, and it's a zero point five star review. Wow, wow. Young Henry's delivery van, dangerous driving and disrespect towards <laughs> cyclists in Newstown. That's a one so for each category, isn't it's it? It's not even about the beer. It's that the delivery <laughs> driver almost ran him over. 
This morning I was cycling with my son to school. Oh, there's more. <laughs> I saw the young Henry's delivery van drive into the bike lane on Wilson Street, Newtown to overtake another cyclist. They want to capitalize on the cool location of Newtown with their Newtowner beer, but show no respect to the local cyclists. Newtown residents and cyclists should boycott this... Should boycott, <laughs> spread the word about this foul behavior. How did he drive into the bike lane to overtake a, a cyclist? You've got to get out of the bike lane. To I'm trying that. to think what Wilson what Street, Newtown. What was the rating again? 0. 0.5. Okay, is that the lowest he could possibly give? I think you can actually give a zero, so I'm not sure. So he was like, well, it was dangerous to public health and almost killed someone, but we're still going to give you 0.5 of a star. But the beer's actually not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do know Wilson Street. Yeah? And yeah it's the one that goes um, from... Uh, where did it start? Pretty much... You remember where um, Gelato Blue used to be? Yeah. You know that road? They're not that, there anymore? No, they closed down. Oh, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, you know that road that goes pretty much straight towards Redfern Station yep. from there, past yep. McDonald Town? Mm -hmm. It's that road. Yeah. I mean, look... I and I think the cycle lane has got like a divider between it. It's a one-way road. Or if the cycle lane's got a divider, then maybe Sour Liquids has a point. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair, this yeah. person has gone out of their way. Y Young Henry's new town of Van. Yeah. Gone out of their way to menace. run down a cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's a huge... That's a huge round two scalp. Yeah. Mm. Young Henry's Newtowner could have... going to be either way, though. Yeah, tr absolutely. But I think Young Henry's Newtowner has a bit more um, bit more behind it to be more popular. In, in Sydney, yeah. Particularly in Sydney. So that's a, that's a, that's a big result. Um, so Young Henry's Newtowner is out and Bolter Hazy IPA will verse the Kaiju Crush, Crush Tropical Ale. That's, Couldn't that's pick an a winner. outstanding, well, outstanding round, round I mean, I could pick a winner because... I pick Kaiju as my overall winner. Yeah. But after that, I'm not so sure anymore. I thought the Hazy I, um, hazy was more flavorful mm. than the Kaiju. Yeah. That's, yeah. I actually I'm, am, I'm worried. I'm worried for round three. That's, I'm not, I'm excited for round three. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah ex exactly. We, we have no Let, vested interest yeah. in Let's make it clear. I don't care who wins at this yes. point. <laughs> I get invited back for that, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? You heard it here first. You could, you could be just in for that yeah, one well, matchup. I want that in writing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to delete this part. <laughs> All right. When we return, we will be tasting the... This is a bit of a downgrade now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's not because... Please say the beers. The Furfy Refreshing Ale versus Moondog Old Mate Pale Ale. Not very memorable, right? But... It knocks out the Capital Brewing XPA, which we both know we enjoy. So it must have been a good beer. If any keen listeners from match day three will remember that that was the very first matchup where we didn't know which one we were sending through. Was that the one? That was the one. Okay. Um, in fact, it was quite the opposite. We, we thought we knew, but we, we didn't. We yeah. were so confident. Mm -hmm. I poured this one, so I remember. You guys were so confident that you were sending through the Capital Brewing XPA that you were saying, instead of saying beer on the left, you said, yeah, Capital Brewing Co. Yeah. is going through. So, yeah. wow. So, yeah, the, the Moondog old, old Mate must have been a, a great a great pal because I've had that Capital Brewing XPA many times and enjoyed it every single it's a, time. It's a damn so, good beer. Yeah. So, let's carry on. Furfy Refreshing Ale versus Moondog. Oh, Take again. two. Furfy Refreshing Ale versus Moondog... Oh. 
take three. <laughs> Burfi Refreshing Ale versus Moondog Old Mate Pale Ale. Welcome back to the Can Slam. Uh, we have two beers in front of us uh, for round three of this match day. Uh, we're going to start with the beer on the right. Whoa. Going against the green. I wanted to bring something different. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this just just tastes of deceit to me. Do you we, think it smell uh, a taste of furfies? It yeah, it does. It tastes of furfies. Little furfies. Yeah, literally. Yeah, deceit. We've just figured out off air that this is a little creatures beer that we had no idea. That's true. So we've been tricked into adding an extra little creatures beer in, into the can slam. Um, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's not very nice. That's why it's called Furfy. Yeah. I've never really liked it. It's similar to um, a 150 Lashes. In fact, I think I'd put this between 150 Lashes and... Newtowner? Newtowner. Because it's like... <laughs> On the gateway. It's a plain... It's an easy drinking pale, but it's got like a, a bit of a funny taste to it. See, I disagree. Oh. Whoa. Descent we, we, among we the ranks. We didn't invite him on here to disagree with us. <laughs> My problem with this beer is that, well, apparently we're not meant to know which beer we are now currently drinking. Oh. But I do. No, it's it's very obvious. It's, it's very obvious yeah. that it's a furfy. Now it's branded as an ale. Mm-hmm. It smells like a premium lager, and I use air quotes for premium. Yep. It tastes. Is it, is it in a green bottle? That's... It tastes like a lager. So for it to be a refreshing ale, but taste mm. like a lager, it yeah. just, everything about it screams to me that oh, it doesn't furfy. know what it's doing. It's can, a furphy. It's yeah. an absolute it's furphy. furphy. I can agree with that. It is like a a full-bodied 4X dry. Yeah. And it smelt like VB to me. I was just about mm. to say, no one's mentioned the smell yet, and it's not good. It's not good. I don't think the smell's that bad. I don't think it's that I think good. Actually, I'm smelling again, and I still don't. I'm not I, liking it. We no. mention the smell a lot, but actually, I think this is probably one of the only beers that smells exactly like it tastes. Yeah, I, I, like, I kind of that I will that. agree with. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like the, the, you smell it and you taste it, and it's exactly the same. This so, might be the first beer that I don't finish. I'm nah, going to finish it. I'm going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> He's already I'm gonna, finished. I'm going to save this until the reviews are. Yes. Yeah. Make All sure right. you save some. Um. Yeah. That. The Furfy was on my beer timeline list because when I traveled to Melbourne, it was like the first time I mm-hmm. tried it and I was like, oh, this is something new and exciting. And maybe, you know, maybe the fact that you're in Melbourne and closer to the brewery, it's fresher or whatever it might be. <laughs> but I um, I really did enjoy it and mm. it's, not- it's gotten lower and lower in my estimation every time I've tried it. It's I do not thi- that no. bad. Sorry, I'm just saying it's not that bad. Like, no, it's- no, no, it's, it's not bad at all. I will say the closer you... I find that the closer you drink the beer to its original source, the better it will always taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less time to get flat, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Just less rocking around in on yeah. the roads, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Beer on our left. Chalk and cheese. That's good. So that you don't like chalk, but you do like you're a vegan, so he doesn't like cheese. You I mean, don't like, like cheese. No, no, I like chalk and I like cheese. They're, they're different. That's the point. Yeah. And you like the furfy? I, I don't like the furfy. 
but I don't think it's bad. I just don't okay. particularly like it. Um, I'd drink it. If somebody put one in front of me, I would drink it. Sure. But we're not here to talk about Furphy anymore. This is the old mate. And it's got a good smell. Not super strong, mm. I don't think. It's, it's pretty... As Dom takes another sniff. I don't think it's strong, but the smell that is. Um, but it's good. Yeah. It's a good smell. Yeah. Mm. It's quite a... It's just an easy smell. Yes. Yeah. I find that it's... It's full flavored when it hits the tongue, but the aftertaste is very light. Mm. So mm. I feel it in with that, it could be very sessionable. Yeah. He really knows his stuff, Tom. He does know yeah. his stuff. He knows sessionable, he knows yeah. full bodied. Light aftertaste. Light. And he's right as well. <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> the worst part is he's right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I agree with all that. It's it's um it's a really Decent smelling beer, and it's almost the opposite of Furphy. It smells exactly what it tastes like, but the old mate smells really good, and then it's like actually elevated after you sort of drink it as well. It like follows on from the smell. Mm. You could have a few with your old mate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the point of the the name, right? Yeah. Good can as well. Really good can. I keep wanting to drink this, but I know I need to save it. Save it. Save it. Hold it back. So Hold it back. Should we? Should we vote? Um. I don't think we need to. Beer on the left. Beer on the left. Beer on the left. Yeah. Three nil two. Tommy. Oh, so that was um yeah old mate, old mate was on our left. Yeah, I think. I I think we all knew that that was going to happen before we even poured them. Mm. Oh, I I think Furphy was one of my least excited beers of that list. Like I wasn't looking forward to drinking. Yeah, me today. too. I think it was the least exciting beer on the list. Mm. Oh come on. PBR. I'm looking forward to the impression. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually enjoyed it when we drank it last time. So uh, you didn't. You voted against it last time. So we'll see if you like it again. Well, I will point out that again, when you guys were drinking the PBR versus Australia, you both thought that you were drinking Australia. I can confirm this because I listened to the episode back yesterday. It doesn't matter what we thought. We. It's about taste. It doesn't matter which one. It It was very entertaining. You guys talking about, oh, that time I had in Spain while you're drinking (laughs) a PBR. It just tastes like Spain. It's it's the wrong one. (laughs) It is is wonderful. Um, (laughs) Reviews. Little Creatures Furfy Refreshing Ale, as it's called on the Rate Beer website. Mm. Um, Pretty basic review here for the five star Oh, actually, I'll read this one from IBU Sensei. With overtones of vanilla, burnt butter, and a seven-day-old pear furphy, as both <laughs> Jack and Tom uh, smell and drink another sip to try and get that burnt butter. I can't taste that. <laughs> or vanilla. Burnt butter and a seven-day-old pear furphy. Sorry. I seven day I think old it's a pear? Yes. Like I as in like the fruit pear? I think so. Yeah, so the, a rotten pear. Yes. Okay. Burnt butter. And this is the positive yeah. review. This is five star. Vanilla, um, burnt butter, and rotten Overtones pear. of vanilla, burnt butter, and a seven-day-old pear. Furphy makes a can of beer erupt with excitement. The aroma pissing out of the cap when you crack it is enough to make your missus burp. The aftertaste leaves the palate dry and dehydrated. The palate will scream for more. Furphy is a class act. Like a boomerang, this beer will keep you coming back for more, and if you're lucky, will knock you on your head. Was that review by Maggot65 or something? 
No, that was IBU Sensei 19. <laughs> I disagree with almost everything he said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... And especially like making your missus burp. I think the review is better than the beer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have that quite often though. We do. We absolutely do. Great could, review. Could you go on to IBU Sensei and like see his profile and see what other yeah, things Yeah, does this happen on the his... whatever website you're on? <laughs> Like it, like it does on DMs? It does, but IBU Sensei only has one review. Of, wow. of Furfies? This is it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. How how long ago did he leave the review? Can we find him? Is he listening to this right now? Or she. Or she. Um, that was June 15, 2018. Okay. So he's... he's Probably been, dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sensei. Master. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest review is from... Local Muse 25. <laughs> Truly a disgusting beer. Uh, this is a 0.7 star review from 2019. Truly a disgusting beer. Typical mass-produced piss that never has a suitable occasion. Yeah. No uh, sense said all day. That's um, more accurate than IBU sensei. Yeah, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, like I don't know if I've enjoyed many Little Creatures beers. I don't know if I know what IBU means. Oh, uh, the IBU. I know what it is, but what does it stand for? Oh, I don't know. I actually don't know. International, uh, isn't it like... Brewing Union? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, Interna- it's... International Bitterness Unit. Like, is that what it is? I yeah. thought it was something okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not interested in, it in any format. And that person's an IBU sensei. Yeah. Um, The Old Mate Pale Ale, which is going through to the next round... There are 71 reviews, and this first one is from a non user 54728. And this is from April 19, 2020. Aroma, medium citrus, pine, lemon. Uh, sorry, aroma, right? Yep. So pe- say, what were the aromas? <laughs> medium citrus, citrus pine, lemon. pine, lemon. Sure. Appearance. Slightly hazy, gold body, medium white head, good retention, small to medium bubbles. Agreed. Okay. Mm. Flavor, medium bitterness, medium citrus peel, medium bready notes, dry finish with citrus, Earl Grey notes. Yeah, agreed. On the Earl Grey? I assume he's talking about the bitterness. I don't know what he means by breadiness. Yeah. I feel like a lot of reviews... They say breadiness a lot. ...talk about bread. A lot. And I like bread. I love bread. But I don't know what they're talking about. Well, I guess beer and bread are kind of... Same thing, right? They're the same thing, (laughs) yeah. Beer is just liquefied bread. Liquid bread, yeah. (laughs) So I get it, but I I don't... I'm not like... Which And and bread is basically bread-shaped pasta. So beer is basically pasta. So beer is Italian. And I'm Italian. So you're beer. I'm beer. That's why I was called to do the can slam. <laughs> yeah. I'm one eighth Italian. Does that count? You're one eighth beer. I'm one eighth yeah. beer. I might be more after this episode. More beer or yeah. more Italian? Yeah. <laughs> Both. They're the same. <laughs> They're the same. And as much as the, the listeners think I am Italian after being able to say beer moretti, oh. I'm not Italian. But. We can could reve- be. we can reveal today on this episode that Jack is not Italian. I could be though, I could pass for an Italian. Now I notice you've just finished yours, Tom, but there's still more to go. <laughs> I was enjoying it that much. Mouth feel, oh. medium body, medium carbonation. Mm-hmm. 
Overall, hop forward, well balanced, and easy drinking. Sure. Good review. Decent review. From a non. From a non. And the lowest, the lowest rated review is act. Oh, it's too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna read it. They've given a 500 word essay. This is from Beer with Us, and this person is from Edinburgh, Scotland. Oh. So they and their profile picture. It looks like. A Guinness. Right. While Moondog is known for their weird and wonderful craft creations, this money-making staple in their core range delivers a commercial reach to those looking for a bland refreshment in the hot Australian sun. It fails in every category. Aesthetically, the beer looks terrible. No head, no lacing. The aroma and flavour are incredibly weak. The body and mouthfeel are awful. If you look hard enough, you may find notes of pear and light fruits, but generally the profile is so dull you'll struggle to find any characteristics. However, there are no offensive flavors. This combined with an eye-catching can design and an excellent brand attached will lead to the masses buying it, drinking it cold on a hot summer's day straight from the can and generally not noticing the lack of quality. Can I just say, um, Scotland also has a very popular... Uh, craft beer label that's it's all across Scotland it's all across UK which is Brewdog of course oh, yeah, and yes. more, have you seen it in the shops recently in, in Australia I haven't seen it yeah uh, it's, it's they've opened a brewery in Brisbane ah there you go yeah it's very popular across Europe and it is good so you it, think it's even, a battle even made it to Iceland yeah battle of the dogs and, and yeah. now Australia and now Australia yeah, I haven't bought one because they're very expensive still <laughs> uh, but, um, they, yeah. they do the pint sized cans do they do it um, here as well? I don't know because they were in boxes. Ah, uh, okay. Interestingly, not in actual, like they're completely enclosed yeah. so you can't see the can. So I was just wondering if this bloke from Edinburgh has has mixed up his beers. Yeah, well, the, the fact that they say, um, while Moondog is known for their weird and wonderful craft creations, which Moondog is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every week Moondog has an insane new beer. Mm. I would say that <clears throat> if I was going to review the beer on whatever website, rate beer, rate beer, um, my review would be somewhere between the top and the bottom that we've just read out. I actually think he's not. He's 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 like s- scratching the surface of hit the points he's making. I don't think it's as bad as he's making mm. it out to be. Mm. Um, I do question whether. I question why he thinks that Moondog are the biggest brewery in Australia that like he, like he talks about. Yeah. Um, he mentions them like that. Like everybody's drinking Moondog. Which is not true. No. I've only ever drank in a Moondog lager before. Yeah. I've only ever drank Moondog on this podcast. So. I've had both the lager and the old mate, but they were on sale. Like, mm. and mm. I, yeah. I've had them both, but once. Tasty. Yeah. yeah. I actually think... It's around three beer. I think mm. Beer With Us's review is spot on, but just a bit hyperbolic. Yeah. Like, everything was right, and particularly about the can. Like, it's a great can, mm-hmm. and I understand why, if you're in Dan Murphy's and you're sort of, like, searching for a new craft beer, yeah. I understand why you'd pick that, yeah. and you might you might even be convinced by the can to be like, actually, this was really good, but it's, it's, it is a good beer. I don't think... The Moondog Old Mate Pale Ale is going to go like super far in no. this competition. I think it, you know, it's, it could be around four beer. But... It could be around four <laughs> beer based on PBR versus Hawks Patio Pale, but but that's an interesting matchup. It's one of Alex's draft beers. 
the pork, exactly. the hawk's patio pale. So. Exactly oh, right. Did he? Is that his beer that he brought in? Or no? Oh. Uh, we did a we did a draft. You you m- showing like, how much of the potties listened to now. Yeah. Now yeah, yeah now yeah, it's now all it's coming revealed. Out, yeah. So, yeah. Casual fan. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a lot of content. <laughs> <laughs> Moon dog. And all, it's all bad. <laughs> it's it's almost all bad. Yeah. Including this. Uh, Moondog Old Mate Pale Ale makes it through to round three and will be versing one of the beers in the next matchup, which is Paps Blue Ribbon versus Hawks Patio Pale. Awesome. We are back with Pabst Blue Ribbon of the United States, I believe, versus Hawks Patio Pale of Marrickville, Australia. Um, so if you will drink the beer on your right first. Wow. And Dom, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, it's not the most inspiring looking beer, I must say. It's, I would say, piss coloured. Yeah. To bring back a term that I haven't used in a while, it's it looks like it looks like piss. Yeah. Um, it smells not great. But I must say, the taste is actually not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. It goes down smooth and it's fairly crisp. And I could probably have a couple of these. I feel like I need to eat my own words because <laughs> I very publicly said how much I hate this. And I've taken a couple of sips now. And for a lager from the US, I think the yeah. taste is, is, is not too bad. I yeah. think it's... I could easily drink a six-pack of this, no problem. Mm. I think it smells pretty neutral, mm. and it's just a crisp, a, a crisp, a crisp and clean lager. Nothing else to it. Does the job. Mm. But um, yeah, again, stands up, stands up. You know, holds its own. I think it's um, good at what it does. Yeah, you can you can tell why. Uh, I don't want to give away which one it is. Did we say which one we think this is? This has got to be PBR, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you two have got to say because I don't. I know which one it is. <laughs> I'm very certain this is PBR. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's almost certainly PBR. The color, <laughs> <laughs> the color alone gives it away. Yes. It? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's not bad at all. Mm. I'm again. I'm. I said it once. I'll say it again. I'm surprised. Yeah. I think we said the same thing in the first round as well. When you thought it was a Estrella? Yeah. When we knew, when it got through, I think was more, more the point. Because um, I've, I've drunk, I've had this in Canada and it wasn't nice. Mm. Um, I, th- I think maybe my tastes have changed. I, I don't know. But yeah. It's just hitting the spot. Yeah. For whatever reason. And maybe it's that kind of beer where it just needs to be the right time and place for, for it to hit the spot. Sometimes it's, you're not in the mood for it and it doesn't, doesn't work but mm-hmm. yeah it's it's good right now well yeah. i also feel like we've had some very heavy beers so far yeah. maybe it's a nice like neutral just mm. to bring it Palette bring us back yeah not not just heavy beers but a lot of flavor mm. like everything's had a lot of flavor and this is kind of like bringing you back down to reality of like well sometimes beer just needs to be beer and you just need to get through it mm. and you know you've had a hard day at work and it's just you yeah. want to have a three, three or four Paps Blue Ribbons. And touching on that, I'm now excited to see what it does to the next sip. Yeah. Speaking of which, beer on your left. Yes. 
immediately smell nice, sweet, honey like. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't your turn to speak, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> I got excited. I'm interested to see what Dom thinks it smells like because I've got a very strong opinion on what this smells like. And I, I would say, you know, nice, sweet, honey-like. <laughs> if I had to just sort of come up with something off the top of my head. I think it smells like passion fruit. I think it smells, whatever it smells like, it smells good. Mm. There's no denying that. I feel very strongly that it smells like, like passion fruit. Okay, that's interesting. I hope there's some reviews that back up your yeah. claim. Very uh, sharp, crisp. Mm-hmm. It's it, yeah. Tom said it off mic, or actually maybe you said it on mic, but you said this is maybe your favourite Australian lager. This isn't the lager. This is the pale ale. Yeah, I wasn't talking about this beer. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why it's so good. <laughs> Watch out, fans. He'll edit that out. <laughs> Hawks patio pale is what we're drinking. <laughs> this is really nice for a lager. I don't get it. Okay. Well, Why this, do they call it a pale That changes a lager. <laughs> that changes everything. Why is it so hazy? I don't understand. <laughs> that changes everything. Of course this beer fucking rules. <laughs> it's the Hawks patio pale. Yeah. I like the lager, but this is way better. Yeah, I taste honey. I taste passion fruit. <laughs> I taste it all. Man, these beers have been strong, haven't they, Dom? Mm. Oh, I remember my first beer, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's good. It's a really good beer. Yeah. It is. It's really tasty. Mm. Yeah. I don't think we really need to vote this one, do you? It's the Hawks Patio Pale for me, which I always knew it was. Well, <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm still undecided on which... Which one is which, obviously. Of but um, I'm going to go with the beer on the left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with the beer on the left also, which is the Hawks Lager. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Hawks Patio Pale makes it through. 3-0, um, but with a, a hat tip to the PBR. Yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed by it, actually. Yeah. I think it actually goes to show how good the Hawks Patio Pale is because... It's a it's a no contest. Like in no universe is the PBR beating. No, the Hawks, I mean, in my opinion, there's not many. That maybe the Furphy, but the PBR was going to lose to most beers today. PBR versus Furphy and Moondog versus Hawks Patio could have been really interesting mm-hmm. as as matchups. Yeah. Well, next round we'll have Moondog versus Hawks that's, Patio. That's true too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I really rated the, the PBR for what it was, but the Hawks patio, I don't think I even liked it that much in round one. And it, it beat Asahi. Which is your favourite beer. Which is beer. A, one of my favourite lagers. Mm. Absolutely it is. And it Didn't beat, transfer well to the glass though, did it? Maybe not. Yeah. But one of yeah, those beers I'm, that like, yeah. when you, when, in the bottle you can't smell it's it. perfect out of a bottle. Yeah, but yeah. when you pour it into a glass and you get the smell of it, it really changes the flavour. Mm. I thought it was great when it was the Hawks Lager, and I think it's <laughs> yeah. I think it's great when it's the Hawks Patio Pale. Yeah. yeah. Should we get some reviews? Yes. Let's start with the PBR. 
Um, I haven't been saying how many reviews there are because, you know, all the beers we've had so far have been pretty, like, local Australian beers. And there's only been between sort of, like, 20 and 100. Yeah. Um, but PBR Millions. being the beer it is, there's, there's 2,760 reviews. Of course. So, I guess it's just, it's kind of take your pick. Uh, it has an overall rating of 2.07. Pretty decent. 2.0. So, that's thrown out idea of how it scored yeah way out of whack that's oh, no, the average, that's the average average oh that right. makes sense okay. yeah yeah um aussies don't really like american beers that much though yeah but this isn't an, an aussie website. website oh it's international yeah well, i i'll sit down then <laughs> <laughs> this um this five-star review is from pabst lover oh so no bias So yeah slightly biased I think in this one The greatest of all American beers Has the taste of real beer Was my grandfather's favourite And now mine as well Excellent pairing with well whiskey is it, What does his dad like? Grandfather No I said Oh yeah, what, what does his dad like? Yeah Maybe skips a generation Yeah I mean this beer is so old His great great grandfather Could have loved this beer Yeah 1844 absolutely. It was established 1844 In Milwaukee That's impressive Yeah That is impressive you got to you got to give it to PBR. Milwaukee. But then it says selected as America's best in 1893. So they're really dining off that vote, aren't they? They got to update. You know when you go to a restaurant and you and you <laughs> see like business award like local business award winner 2011, and you think you need to put that take that sign down. That's been a long. That was a long time ago. Yeah, you can't yeah, claim that anymore. But yeah. 1893. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've surely had some wins. Between now and the last like a no. hundred, no, <laughs> they haven't. They haven't. <laughs> Back when the competition was only six different beers. Um, let's find a lower review. So, the lowest review is zero point five, which I'm I'm thinking is the lowest you can give. Yeah, well, it'd yeah. be one for each. It must category, be. I imagine. It is. Um, this is from. Big Red 7 from Sarcoxy, United States. I don't know where that is. Sarcoxy. Have a look. My phone's not here. It's on charge. I'm sorry. Um, I haven't tried this beer for probably 10 years. A friend of mine used to drink it religiously. It always tasted like it had soap in it to me. Mm. Religiously, you say? Religiously. So he was like praying with one hand, drinking with the other? Well, maybe like in a... You know how you have communion wafer and communion wine? Could have communion, been communion, communion PBR. Mm, maybe. Something like that. Um, maybe he's got a shrine. A PBR shrine. Tastes like soap to me. Just so you know, um, Sarcoxy yep. is in Missouri. Missouri, mm-hmm. okay. Right near Springfield. Oh, wow. Mm. But is it the Springfield? Who's to say? Who's to Apart say? Apart from Matt Groening. Off, off topic, but on topic of Springfield. Um, I was at a trivia night last night and one of the rounds was... Um, which TV show is this house from? Yep. And they had The Simpsons House. Obviously, everybody knew that was the answer. And I looked at it, and it was from the uh, from the angle where you couldn't see the Flanders house, but you could see the next door house on the other side. And I thought, you never find out who lives there. Yeah. Who lives never. in that house? Who puts up with all that shit? And you never hear from them. Dom, you're very much a Simpsons lover. Yeah. An expert, I would say. Sure. Do you know? Yep. Because we know Ned Flanders lives on one side. <laughs> and was it Bill Clinton moved in opposite one day? Yeah, opposite. Not Bill Clinton. Who oh, was it? George Bush Sr. George Bush Sr. moved in opposite. But we never find out who lives on the other side. 
Uh, review for Hawks Lager. <laughs> <laughs> we have got... If, Dav- Matt, if Matt Gronin ends up listening to this... Again, you mean... This is a whole new season of ideas that we've just gifted him. Who lives... Yeah. The dynamic the between the neighbor, the new neighbour. Like a new neighbour moves in. Who Old knows seven, You know, 742 Evergreen Terrace. Who lives at... S- Fucking loser. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um... Davros in Melbourne says the highest review is 3.1 for the I think I touched the nerve just a little, just a little bit <laughs> I actually need to get a uh, different I actually need to get a different review up because <laughs> because it, it's because I got the Hawks Lager reviews up <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good that we're having pizza after this so you can get <laughs> yeah, something we need in a your break, stomach. Yeah. Uh, MKEL07 from <laughs> Brisbane says, can from Beer Cartel on 9th of September 2020. Beer Cartel. Is there another brewery in the world that has been partly founded by one of the country's ex-leaders? I'm not sure that there is. And while I was initially sceptical about Hawks Brewing and, and thought that it was just another gimmick, each beer I have had uh, from them seems to be better than the one before. This American pale ale is easy drinker, no trouble at all. Bright golden sunshine color with a puffy cotton wool looking white foam head. Tropical fruit, fruit flavors led with a sweetish finish. Bob Hawk may be gone, but he lives on in this beer and brewery. Here, here. No mention of passion fruit? Nothing about passion fruit. Tropical fruit flavors, so maybe they just didn't want to be specific. Yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry, Jack. Yeah, it's okay. Let's... I can look. Let me control F passion fruit. Sure, and see why how not? We go. Technology these <sighs> days. All right, we've got a we've got a review from Hawthorne zero zero from Melbourne. Somewhat unclear amber amber with a white head aroma of passion fruit. What a genius! Mandarin lychees hibiscus. <laughs> Back to the lychees. Aroma of passion fruit, mandarin lychees, hibiscus, and crackers. Famously odorless, I'd say. Crackers. Crackers. Very famously odorless. The kind of food you eat when you're sick Mm. that you don't want to taste or smell anything. Yeah, very strange. Crackers. I don't need you to validate my thoughts of it smelling like honey, just so you know. You want me to control F honey? Uh, I did need the validation. I don't need the validation. No, if you heard that... If that was the computer saying, nah, not a chance. <laughs> um, okay, well, that, that will do us for match day 10, part one. So we have tried eight beers. Four have made it through to round three. The Kaiju Crush Tropical Pale Ale will verse the Bolter Hazy IPA in round three. And the Moondog Old Mate Pale Ale will verse Hawk's Patio Pale in round three. I mean... Every every round that we go through is just getting better. It's the end better. of the episode, isn't it? Be- this is the end of the episode. Be- Fuck. Before we leave, yeah. Dom, you barely touched your horse. Yeah, because I need. It's it's a lager. Because I need to read the reviews. Yeah. Like I have to talk so much that I'm going to enjoy this while I enjoy my pizza. Yeah. Or I'll scull it right now <laughs> hey. for the country, <laughs> Dommy. <laughs> I can't believe and, you didn't do it. And for all listeners, he just took the most pathetic sip. That was the, that was the perfect opportunity <laughs> to end the episode. 
And you've just taken a little little sip. You know, the beauty of having an audio medium is that you don't, you don't have to tell the audience what is happening. No, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to do it for the country. Um, that is the end of the, end of the episode. Thank you for mentioning yeah. that, Jack. Um, we will be back in Match Day 10 Part 2 with another incredible lineup of beers. Mm-hmm. We have the White Rabbit Dark Ale versus the Ben Spoke Barley Griffin. The Bridge Road Beechworth Pale Ale versus That's the Mountain Goat nice Goat. One, the Little Creatures Pacific Ale versus the Grifter Pale Ale. <laughs> and the Black Hops Goat versus the Bent Spoke Crankshaft, the winner of the Gab's Hottest 100. I'm laughing, Tom. I don't know if you heard the episode where Dom bought the wrong Little Creatures. But I think you almost, almost said the wrong one then. Oh. That's because it's, you know, Pacific Ale, ale is now seated. Yeah. Um... And, oh, no, Little Creatures Pale Ale still lives on, through, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah it made it, it on yeah, last week. It's a th- round three beer. Yeah, it's a round three beer. Yeah. But um, the, um, the, the bent spoke crankshaft versus Black Ops Goat oof. is a huge match. What a way to finish it. Wow. I'm excited. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Can Slam Match Day 10 Part 1. As always, please reach out to us. Um, if you are to reach out to us, you'll be the first person to ever do that. <laughs> Um, but we highly encourage any questions or messages on behalf of whatever whatever question you have. Um, I don't like. Usually, it's like you're going to be annoyed at how little we know. But I think now that we've mm-hmm. had Tom on here to say stuff like it'll be it'll be bring back Tom. Yeah, it could yeah. be bring back Tom. We'll see how we go. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> Very bashful look on his face. I mean. Just any time. <laughs> Just call me up anytime. I'll drop everything. Any final words, guys? Cheers, listeners. Thanks oh, for having me. No, rate and review. Sure. Oh, yeah. Please. And uh, smash that like button and yeah. hit subscribe. Fuck, he's, 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 out, he's out doing us on this as well. Like. <laughs> he's good. These boys are out here making content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you for Match Day 10 Part 2 featuring Tom again. So please join us and goodbye. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.